Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wake up in the morning feeling like Waterman is extremely well. She's very slippery. You don't own me. Okay, now the tough question. Is this a try? Yes or no? Just because I'm a woman. <laughs> right, we've got to do the intro. Can you remember what you meant to say? Hi, I'm Nolly Waterman. Ah, it's been taking 14 <laughs> podcasts. You are welcome. What's your name? Laura Jane Jones. You are listening to the Try Hards Podcast. <laughs> Coming up on this week's podcast. Your mother's piece. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> Nolly at the Champions Cup final. Playoffs. And we reveal where a very special Try Hards podcast will be recorded next week. Bah. Welcome back, friends. Heidi, hi, campers. We had a little week off um, and we are back with a bang. <laughs> I put that on my um, Twitter. I don't think we are, but hey, hey. No, you're hungover. Keeping people, <laughs> keeping people interested. Keeping people interested. We are um, at a, a new location this week. We are recording this in Sam Waterman's dining room. Big thanks to Sam for hosting us. Yeah, indeed. That took him about 15 years to um, renovate caused a few family feuds on the way um but it's actually quite nice actually isn't it i Could, can only imagine that the family the feuds were about the stuff that you've kept here in sam's house for that <laughs> duration of time that got delivered to yours recently you've then been trying to palm off on me just for the True. record everyone i don't want the canvas with the elephant on it so <laughs> if she tries to offer that to you or if you get gifted that <laughs> it's a re-gift how many times have you been given a present and then you've given it as a present never haven't you? No. You know, actually, because I've been to your house and it's like, I actually think you could have one of those hoarder shows on your... Um, 100%. Lap. I feel like we need to do a video cast from your house at some point and we could have poll... I might take pictures and say, stay or go and people get to decide... Absolutely not. ...how to get rid of things. I, I think sometimes brilliant. think I've got like a phobia about throwing things away as well. It's all called hoarder syndrome. <laughs> Anyway, psychologist now you. Well, actually, seeing as we're in Sam's house, um, he's going to get my must try harder nomination this week. Why? Well, Joe Waterman has just made us a delicious breakfast. Was good. Uh, Ten out of ten for the mushrooms. Yum. Awful food. Um, And it transpired that Sam keeps his ketchup in the fridge. Yeah, terrible decision. It's absolutely vile. Awful. And it wasn't even open, was it? It's not even like who comes over to the supermarket. It takes the ketchup out their bag for life and sticks it in the the fridge. (laughs) Well. As my brother's friend Dave, well, he's my mate as well, Dave. Um, 
Shout she's out to, to say Weber. that he's in the next room yeah Dave, shout out to Dave Weber um tallest person I know um actually Jim he's no not he's not as tall as um Jim Hamilton but anyway um he was smaller than most of the borrowers at the bar last yeah. night uh he said it was to keep it fresh but you can't keep it fresh if it's not open it's also like 99% sugar <laughs> It's banned in France in schools. Did you know that? Yeah, I actually don't believe that. I'm going to put is. that to the um, the people to tell us. Much like the um, thin twin skulls. <laughs> I reckon there'll be a backlash. Anyway, should we move on to Try Hard of the Week? Yeah, have you got a nomination for me? Um, I think, to be honest, everybody on social media will know that this person has tried really hard for the past four days. I actually... I. I like to watch everybody's Insta stories. I'm I'm a real enthusiast for that. Slash stalker. Slash stalker. <laughs> Love to know what's going on in people's lives. I have to say I've been skipping this person's because, wow. Wow. It's been a lot of it. There has, but it's all for an amazing cause. Brian Habana is my try-hard of the week. He has done 100 kilometres with 100 people um, over four days, and it's all raising money for Laureus, um, who we're both ambassadors for. Awesome um, charity. Yeah, so he got collared in by Brian O'Driscoll, um, who I didn't realise, but did it with his sisters, which is quite cool. That's sweet. Um, saw that on the old Instaweb uh, yesterday. Anyway, um, they've been raising loads of money, and... Um, yeah, Brian has been updating everybody on every like step every of kilometer, the way. Like every kilometre, yeah. Um, but absolute triad. He did no work or preparation for it. And I asked him over message, how's it all gone? Like, you've done an amazing job. And he said, feet are sore, chafe is worse. Horrendous. <laughs> I, um, I did a marathon a few years ago and didn't do any training for it. And the what? only thing I can compare it to is, you know, when you were kid, you probably didn't have Barbie dolls because you were too busy shooting at your brothers with air rifles. But... <laughs> used to snap Barbie's legs off and stick them back on and that's what I felt like I felt like someone pulled my legs out of the hips and just not quite got the ball and socket in properly afterwards it's a really weird analogy I, I'm quite visual with pain though when I've got a, like well, it's a, because you've got the world's biggest eyeballs thanks um, <laughs> if I've got a hangover I always feel like I can imagine that my brain is like it's like a friction between my brain and my skull like there's no like liquid around it do you get that? Um, no. All oh, right. Okay. Never no, mind. No, I then. just. Anyway, should we move on to anything well, other than you're us talking, talking about complete rambling rubbish? You're talking about Habs. So, uh, natural thing is, you were with him whilst I was away. He looked after you in the absence of fellow tryhard. You were up at the Champions Cup final. I was indeed in Newcastle. Um, so after doing the semi-final with Channel Four, um, and I was pitch side with um, crazy uh, Gareth Thomas or Alfie to his friends, which. I'm going to put myself in there now. Really? Um, Even though he Lee didn't McKenzie. reply to your WhatsApp, but replied to mine. <laughs> all right. Peggy. All right. Cheers. Um, yeah. Lee McKenzie, Jamie Heaslip, Io, um, whole group of them. Anyway, amazing time in the semis. And I just thought like, what an opportunity potentially if I get to be asked for the final, but you know, we'll see. Had an email through saying, yeah, we'd like to, to work with you. And then, um, so I was like, oh, amazing, right, I can't be too nervous, I've done it all in the semi-final, I'll be pitch side with um, Ed Jackson as well, yeah. and then I get an email from Gethin, who's the producer, on the Tuesday, and said, uh, you're going to be co-commentary. <laughs> <laughs> Not being funny, but that's quite a lot of pressure it right is. there. Um, but it, uh, honestly, I would, like proper went into panic mode, like, what? oh God, like what's happened has... Like, are they joking? Is, is <laughs> like, is this, is this, is this, it's all good fun, but actually not going to happen. Um, April Fool's. Yeah, and then he, we had a catch up and obviously went through the show and that type of thing. And he was being deadly serious. Did you enjoy it? I loved it. 
and I was really lucky. I worked with Mars Harrison and he is one of the the coolest, calmest, most um wow it's just like He's a real gentleman I, i've been all lucky knowledge, rugby wise and when he talks you listen and i he's a lovely person as well i've been lucky to work with miles for about a decade now and he is just one of the like nicest men that you'll meet oh absolutely big shout amazing. out to you at miles whose cricket season you, want, probably you don't started. need to wave your hand in the air you can't see you Soz. um <laughs> that's my catching hand miles is a keen cricketer did you know that did he tell you about that he did yeah we were talking we had a really cool conversation on the way back on the train um I was asking him about his career and what he was up to and the sports and stuff like that. And I actually said to him, if he could choose a sport or could choose something to do, what would it be? And he was saying that he loves working in cricket, but it's his hobby and his passion. And if he worked in it, obviously it takes the edge away a yeah, little massively. bit. Yeah, um, massively. But yeah, so he was lead commentary uh, commentator. Jamie Heaslip was um, second voice in our third and I loved it. And But I got to have a long chat with, miles before we went on air um jamie was pitch side and i went up and i got my notes sorted and it was all color coordinated and <coughs> lots Norse. of different bits and pieces and he just said look you've got to enjoy you've got to enjoy it you've got to relax and he was dead right in terms of everyone always wants you to come across really relaxed but when everything you're saying is be going out live on tv to over a million people yeah uh, you kind of get a little bit nervous um yeah, really, really enjoyed it. Loved the occasion. How do you think um, Jamie found it? So I know that you and I have had conversations about you covering um, England Six Nations matches now that you're not involved and you're retired. Jamie scored a try in Leinster's first ever Heineken Cup victory in 2009 at Murrayfield and was a massive stalwart of their success in those first few years. They won, what, three titles in four years. All and right, Stato. <laughs> Go on, any more? Go on, drop, drop, drop. But he obviously... <laughs> 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 don't be jealous mate i'm not jealous don't, you are jealous i lo- i love the european cup final to me it's the it's the most special you, what did you say to me earlier how many stars have you got mate yeah because i knew it was your first one i just wanted to be able to say that i've done seven so how keen oh uh, to be fair it's impressive when you say you've done seven, it, making tea doesn't count, mate. <laughs> I, well, any anybody who listens to this who's worked in a production environment will scoff at that because I never make tea. I'm the worst person for that. In fact, I probably didn't drink a hot drink on an OB for about eight years just so that I didn't have to make one. Oh, there's teamwork for you. Yeah. There's a good spirit. There's no I in team, but there's a you in anyway. Moving and on. And there's a me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, um, amazing occasion and huge shout out to Channel 4 for having... Um, a female voice actually because yeah. I'm pretty sure there haven't been a female commentator on a game like that no, on, the, I can't, on the Champions no, Cup no, final before um, so yeah really um, really big shout out and also um, I love the occasion and, I, and Newcastle rocked do you have a couple of Newquay Browns afterwards so you ended up um, in a kebab shop with Io so, and Ed, yeah, so I'm like interested to hear what you add um he they the boys had the driest chicken and chips wrap i've ever come across um had a bit of a discussion about do you have chips and gravy or do you put cheese on them definitely don't put the cheese on them um yeah yeah i'd I'd go yeah chips cheese and coleslaw chips gravy and cheese i'm I'm not against cheese in that environment (laughs) but yeah it was a good it was a it was a good night out um with a good group of people i was in canada whilst you were there 
Uh, had an absolute nightmare journey over there. Got delayed. Thanks, British Airways. Oh, yeah. Uh, but they, what did they do on the way home? I got upgraded to business. You did? Oh, it was so good. I sat down at my dinner, which they bring out like course by course. And then made my bed flat. And I thought, if I get two, three hours sleepier, happy days. They had to wake me up for breakfast seven hours later. Dream shift. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, which is good because I've watched every film on BA now. Because I've flown. Right. Oh, no, because I've flown. Jet <laughs> I wish I hadn't. I've got nothing left to watch. I've watched everything Have you I watched. Watch. all the documentaries, TV shows, yeah. those 30 minute bad boys. Right, I've nailed everything. I watched the Billy Connolly Made in Glasgow. <laughs> made in Glasgow, <laughs> which after we saw Billy in Hong Kong, sorry about us, made me even more upset about how poorly he is. Mm. So, True. cried. Um, so, there was, to be fair, I had a bit of a proud moment when you were over there. Did you? Um, New Zealand have qualified for the Olympic Games. Congratulations to Gossy um, and the girls. Yeah. Um, well, no, she's not Gossy, is she? Sarah Hirani. Hirani. She'll always be Gossy to me. All right. Are you Bezzy's now, are you? Yeah, I love You Gossie. did come home and like started like, talking about, oh yeah, Gossy said this. Way. I do. I, do you know what? I, I love Sarah Goss. She is one of my favourite, favourite people on tour. She's just a good girl. Yeah, no. She's, she's just, just a good egg. All right, you know. Um, I'm at the next tournament. We'll see what your friendship's actually like. Yeah. I, I'll ask her. Hey, don't What's be jealous. A... I can be friends with everyone. I'm not. I am 100% not jealous. If someone doesn't takes, sound it, does it? If doesn't someone takes it. you out of my hands and has to look at your eyeballs like I do, I'm worried about how you're going to cope with like all the girls wanting to be my friend. We're in Biarritz, and you're going to be like, well, I'll be in a professional mode. So woad, professional mode. <laughs> oh yeah, all right then. Can't wait to see um, you in professional. Anyway, woad. I'm going to be nice to you on the pod. For everybody to hear, <clears throat> I have to build up to this. Um, I mean, it did go viral over social media, and I and lots of people said, "Well done," but well done for your piece on um, mums. Thank your you, mum's piece. My mum's <laughs> piece. Everyone got to see my mum's piece last week. Um, uh, unbelievable. I just, I was really lucky. I had a bit of a preview and in LJ's flat last couple of weeks ago um which wasn't the finished bit but it was good and um I actually had to hold back a little bit of emotion obviously I'm not going to tell you that but I am now uh incredible I actually feel like a bit of an idiot um people telling me well done because I've just put it together the, the women who were at the heart of it so uh we had Niall Williams um who's one of the Black Ferns and we had Joe Montgomery who is the Irish physio and Amy Perrett the referee and the three of them talked about their experiences of being mothers and involved on the Sevens tour and they're not the only mothers on tour there are others around the series but those like three Tesco's there are other um, <laughs> there are, there are others available. yeah I don't I don't want anyone to get upset that they weren't included no, but, look, but to be honest I know that it's a there's a lot of people that go into work like that so like getting it filmed go all, you know the producing getting it supported that type of stuff but fair play to you because you got some unbelievable emotion in there like in terms of your the how the girls opened up and I think that, that was anyone that hasn't seen it yet um Get, like go onto the social media it'll be i think it's it's on the world rugby twitter it's on we'll post it again youtube it's on it's instagram it's on igtv it's facebook so it's everywhere so you can't escape it yeah that's enough goodness from you from <laughs> me to you um it, it has emphasized how much i do i think want to meet uh Niall williams's daughters i think in particular the younger one. Oh yeah she's clean off isn't she absolute little monkey and i think she's they're just brilliant but the the story you know what Niall, said were brilliant. Niall and i were um 
chatting about the girls. Oh, sorry about that. And she was saying how, so the little one's a redhead and she said she's a redhead in and out. She's like full of rage and it made me lol a bit. And then she put on her, since she's been home from Canada, she took the girls to like an arcade yesterday and the little one lost air hockey and just the absolute (laughs) evil eyes (laughs) that she's given her. And then in this arcade they were in, I've got to find an arcade like this. They had an arcade beer pong game. What? I know. Are you joking? No. How, how Questionable for kids, but yeah. like you, you throw it into cups, like throwing a ping pong ball into beer pong cups. That's good. Current. Current, yeah. Training like them it. young. Not Training them young yeah. in New Zealand. To be honest, you don't want to go into that cold at like 18, 19. That's a risky, uh, risky shift. Um, let's Talking move. about risky, I... Uh, nearly well uh, you say talking about risky i was gonna say talking about virality because your most popular tweet ever i think even more popular than announcing your retirement from the international game after 15 years of service, 15 years of service <laughs> 10 of those injured um <laughs> what um what happened at waterloo not the battle one of the funniest things I think I've honestly seen in a long time, apart from your eyes. Um, oh. <laughs> so some dude was getting on the um, ex- escalator um, at Waterloo and uh, his lace was undone. I thought, it's a bit dodgy at the top of a escalator. So I tapped him on the shoulder. I said, oh, mate, your lace is undone. And he genuinely like ushered me away and like rolled his eyes. And I, I was think you're like, understating you... him ushering you away. Yeah, no, he basically, like, on it, honestly, I was like, I could, I, I had a bit of a inner thought where I could have pushed him down the escalator because I was, like, was really, well, I didn't need to because got to the bottom somehow he tripped and landed on his knees off the escalator and I've never laughed in public at somebody's failings so loud. Karmic energy that is, isn't it? Yeah, and I just had to share it with the Twitterville. An unbelievably popular. Um, Who yeah, um, honest God, what, it was any so big names funny. like it? Oh, Denise Lewis. <laughs> what a bitch! And she started following me. She's going to be really disappointed by the content of your tweets. <laughs> um, didn't you want to tell me about um, some football fans or, as well? Oh yeah, no. So I, um, I go through stages on Twitter. Like some days I might tweet. 50,000 tweets nowadays <laughs> I won't tweet anything um, but I saw a video that was posted I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So David Jones tweeted... Um, Dave Jones, Sky Sports, Dave Jones. Yeah. Um, he tweeted like a video of one of the games. I actually couldn't even tell you who it is. It's a red and white striped team. Anyway, the lad gets pushed over the hoardings uh-huh. and I honestly can't believe what happened. I, I've watched it. I'm watching it currently. Like this man who has no teeth to start off with um, kicks the player that's behind the hoardings and then goes mad, like screaming. Everyone's going mental because... Obviously, he gets up and his teammate comes over and there's a bit of a, like, kind of kerfuffle. But there's a referee there. And I just tweeted saying, I hope him and those around him are banned from going to watch live sports. But what can a referee do in that situation? A referee can't do anything to those fans, can't send them off. I don't know. Can it, I suppose, no, because they send no, a coach. No, they can send a coach to the yeah. back of the fans. Um, I don't know, but I just think... I, I honestly, completely shocked. It was disgusting behaviour and I, I can't... I can't get over why anybody... I, I've been to live football games and people go mad and they don't watch the football, they watch, no. they're shouting at the opposition. But to kick a player, it's just beyond. Um, so, yeah. Please, absolutely- anybody that knows old gummy bear get him <laughs> away from sport. He doesn't deserve to be there. It is absolutely despicable and I'm not um, questioning that. But I do think sometimes in rugby we get on our high horse a little bit about like the standard of our fans compared to football. A friend of mine, uh, Stuart Coles, Colesy tells... Oh, Stewie boy. Stewie boy tells a great story about playing against Llanelli back in the day at the old Stratty Park and the hooker going into the crowd to retrieve the ball for a line out and an old deer throwing a cup of hot tea in his face. <gasps> but the woman was like 80 years <laughs> old. I just absolutely love it. It just makes me laugh so much. Third degree burns. <laughs> yeah, like, wow. and obviously timed it so well, tipped out of her thermos and then he oh comes over God. to get the ball and she literally just swills him with boiling hot tea. No milk in it either, so oh, it's even hotter. Shit. Tea bag straight in the eyeball. I'm not sure that's what tea bag is, (laughs) Nolly. Anyway, you're confused there. Didn't you have another tweet you wanted to tell me about as well? Oh yeah, no. So I obviously the men's. We haven't talked about any rugby, but the men's game. Who cares? Finished this weekend. Um, go shout out to um, Saints getting in top four. Wow. Yeah, Um, I did Exeter Saints yesterday. It was mental game. Clean off. I I I. Haven't I, I can't speak, but I also have watched no rugby this weekend. Wow, how are you I coping? will watch. I'm okay at the moment um, because I'm slightly tired. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will, um, I'm sure, catch up tonight slash tomorrow on all the highlights and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, unbelievable. And I, what I think is really, it's fascinating when you see um, leagues finish, like how players are on social media and how they kind of say thank you to the fans and they all kind of sum up their feelings of the season. So like Danny Kerr put a nice tweet out saying, you know, absolutely gutted they didn't make the the, play- um, the playoffs, but, you know, thanks to everybody. Yeah. Like really nice. Um, 
Kobus Reinach. Um, oh, you are obsessed. Put, he's a great player, but this is brilliant. Knocked off, pissed off, written off, fast forward playoffs, hashtag woke up with a semi. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> Clever. I like it. Oh, absolutely brilliant. Oh, he um, he looked like he was going to go off injured about five or six times yesterday, but he literally runs it off every time. So I don't like know if that makes him like a wetty <laughs> or like nails, but it's it's definitely one or the other. There's no middle ground there. Uh, uh, he's part, well, he's part of the nominated players of the season. Is he? Um, yeah. What, so players player or? No, no. Um, the, the Gallagher Premiership players. Okay. Um, there's Sips has got to take that home, surely. Well, yeah, Faf de Klerk's in there. Um, I'm sick. Matt Kvesic. Um, Matt Kvesic. Baby on the way, Matt. Matt and Felicity. Congratulations to them. They've oh. got a little babber on the way. Oh, congratulations. Um, but yeah, Kovas, that hashtag is unbelievable. Um, Do you think he should get the award purely for the hashtag? Yeah, I think so. Solid. <laughs> solid work there. Um, I know you wanted to talk about Bristol and their season. and Yeah, I just think that everything that they have done this year has um epitomized the importance of um believing in who you are and what you're about and pat Mm -hmm. lamb is you know renowned across the globe with how he sees rugby and the culture and what you know the community and and when he talks you want to listen and he's got a great great um vision for bristol because it's about um bringing the communities together um through the success of rugby and did a really great interview on bt sport the other day um it's on their twitter uh, just talking about why he did what he did and what he did um and i just think that as a southwest girl i've been played for bristol for years um seeing the brand of rugby that they play and the atmosphere and how things have gone for bristol this year is just brilliant and they've been themselves. They've recruited well. Be interesting to see whether they bring anything. And actually, BT Sports, Sarah Elgin brought up that... Um, oh, no, I think it was Ugo had mentioned to Ellis Genge, would he go back to Bristol? Because he's Bristol born yeah. and bred. And he said yes, because that's where his families are. So, like, live on TV, they're like asking that. Pat Lamb to recruit him. But um, I like Ellis's honesty in that, like, situation as well, to say, yes, I would. One thing I have to th- say about bristol having done um last year when they were in the oh no year before last i guess now when they were in the championship um i was still at sky and i was a pitch reporter for a lot of those games and um i interviewed steve lansdowne on one of those occasions and i do think that whilst pat lamb's attitude to the game is definitely responsible for a lot of it the lansdowne group and what they're doing for sport in bristol is huge and the financing and the buy-in and just looking at what they've done at ashton gate looking at the way the rebrand when that happened there were so many raised eyebrows i love it bristol bears feels like a club for the future everything looks modern their attitude to the game looks modern their recruitment of players from all around you know it was great to see ian madigan come in and he looks like he's really enjoying his rugby there he's someone i've got a lot of time for and wasn't necessarily getting the opportunities at Leinster. Clever recruitment from Pat Lamb. We obviously knew him from being in the Pro 14, Pro 12 as it was then. Oh, sorry about that. So. But, but the... Uh, when he coached Connacht to the uh, grand his, final win historic at information uh, Murray Field against Leinster. But, yeah, I just... Horse. You literally bring out the worst in me. That's the problem. <laughs> you, you show set off. it up. I'm not showing off. You are showing off. I'm just, Stop showing off in I front just of love my rugby. family. <laughs> I love rugby. Uh, but yeah, I just think the Lansdowne group are really, um, and the family have done huge amounts for sport in Bristol. And actually, as somebody who 
comes from South Wales where it doesn't feel like there's huge amounts of money necessarily being pumped into clubs and regions. Um, I'm a bit jealous of it. Can I just ask, is it right that four teams get relegated in... Yeah, this season in the Principality Premiership, four teams went down. It could have been how five. Many t- how many teams are there? Eight. Twelve. So basically, you come top, you come bottom five, and you're in risk of relegation in a in a league with six teams. I mean, that's pretty brutal. <laughs> I'm actually um, hosting the Principality Premiership Awards tomorrow evening for WRU and Cardiff. Yeah, you haven't so... told me that. <laughs> <laughs> what do I wear? I don't know what to wear. I thought I might wear the dress. Why don't you wear um, dinner? Why don't you do um, an Alex Good and turn up in playing kit? (laughs) Stash. Nice. I like it. I um, one thing that I think is quite interesting. Do you find it interesting? Yeah. Um, The so when you go to something, you'll know this in rugby. The invite will say lounge suits, like for men. What does that mean for me? What do I wear when it says lounge suits? Isn't or black tie? All right. What do I wear? All right. But do you want your own section? Laura Jane Jones, no, but I just think colon, like, something hideously bright and flowy. Thanks. Um, <laughs> back to the premiership and the way the relegation works. So, Unbelievable. See you never. Four teams. So what, the way, is that so, every week? No, every no, no, year? No, 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 every, no, no. Week. So, <laughs> every year. Every year. No. So there are 16 sides in the Principality Premiership and they want to get it down to 12. So 16 does sound like a lot of clubs for one league and you can understand wanting to make it a more elite league by having 12 up there the argument has been the whole of wales uh yes so obviously most of them are in south wales and then you've got rgc who are the north walian team who are in there but yeah it's the 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 equivalent of the rfu championship Okay. It's the Welsh Premiership. Uh, Merthyr won the league. Um, it was hotly contested between them and Cardiff all season. Cardiff, hotly. Hotly. Hotly, hotly contested. Uh, Cardiff won the cup. Right. Merthyr won the league. Are we going to go through every every? No, no, no. I just want to give you a little bit of background. But the four teams that go down. So Neath went down. They had three points because of going into administration. Really, really sad for the Welsh All Blacks. Sad for people who've been involved in that club traditionally. Um, it's been very political and... Um, it, it is sad that for that area and, and somewhere that has been traditionally a, a massive kind of heartland and stronghold of rugby, a, a club that have produced many Welsh internationals and, and British and Irish Lions over the years. I mean, are you quite disappointed by it? <laughs> Cheers, mate. Uh, so Bargoid went down there at 35. Keys have gone down there at 36. Bedwas went down with 62. Now, Clanetley were 12th and they had 63. So they had one more point than Bedworth and they had to play off against Pontypool who had topped the league below they Ponty won boy. Pont- well Pontypool Pooler so there's oh, there a difference there's Pontypreeth and Pontypool Ooh, they're two different places right. well I know they're different places so, I just wanted you to go Pooler <laughs> um, so Clanetley Pontypool's on Friday evening Clanetley won so they stay well, that's up. probably the right thing if you've come that's what I mean like what, if you come 12th in 12th in a league 16 above, team league and you have to play out God. Especially when you think as well that they so they finished the season with sixty three points. Bridgend sixty six. Can we go through all of them, please? But, <laughs> but you know, if you look, it's not a huge difference. It's not a huge I mean, difference in between. terms of moving forward. I think by the sounds things, it will support a more elite league. Yeah. Um, and it, it, linking to the women's premiership, there's a lot of chat about how we've got ten teams in Tyrrells and how. There are a massive divide between the top teams and the bottom teams. And there, there is. Um, but we need that geographical split. And that- but the one thing with the Tyrrells is because it's a commercial league as well, 
it's a bit like Super League, um, you know, rugby league, that you can give and retract contracts for the league. So at the end of the current deal, which is next season, if teams aren't performing, it is well within the imagination realms of imagination that they will have their contract for the league taken away. And as yeah, we true. well know, Exeter are really keen there. there is oh, I've been told of... I, um, they're recruiting for a head of women's rugby. I know. I, I, well, you know, I think in a, in a different time in my life, maybe, um, you know, to move back to the Southwest, I, I love it back here. You pointed out this morning, it's a lot closer to oh, Bristol you know, be to the dream the podcast than just, it is London. I could literally picture, like, even if you're an Exeter mate, like, going down Darts Farm on a Monday, bit of brunch, record the pod. I went yeah. there yesterday, actually. Yeah. Yeah, with Sarah Cox and Carl Dixon, proper noise <laughs> off with the refs. Oh. We actually didn't talk about referees. We talked about infernos back in the day. Oh, of course The you church, did. the ship on a Sunday. <sighs> Great times. Um, Great times. So what have you got coming up? Because we haven't really spoken about much. So let's just talk about what we've got coming up and what uh, people can look forward to over the next week or so from the pod. Well, I'm hosting the Prem Awards tomorrow evening, which I'm really looking forward to for the Fully WIU. stashed out. Fully stashed out probably not stashed out I'll have a dress and heels on mate and then next Saturday I've got a wedding my one of my best friends from school uh so that'll be fun so no rugby for me next weekend um which means I will miss Leinster Glasgow the Pro 14 final and I'm Koi has come down the stairs and there was <laughs> silence on the podcast then because she had something in her mouth now ordinarily Koi comes down the stairs with either a pair of knickers or a bra in her mouth <laughs> so that silence was like whose dirty underwear is she carrying but it's a hot water bottle that's shaped like a unicorn which i assume is your brother's and considering sam lives here yeah. no one else weird um, uh yeah anyway. pro 14 final next weekend i'm going i'm going for a glasgow win wow i know it's it's in glasgow so awesome awesome for rugby in the city that the final is going to be played at celtic park which um is is really cool and um just leave her with it um sorry i've just been wrestling with goya <laughs> silently i'll co-produce it she's also left footprints all over sam's floor she didn't have her feet wiped when she came in oh so this is a freshly painted floor <laughs> as well oh well um yeah i'm going glasgow um for they looked really strong against Ulster. they beat Ulster 50 20 this weekend in the semi-final i would love to see Glasgow win for one reason I'd love to see Hoggy get that kind of send off um Stuart Hogg has been there man and boy he goes to Exeter for next season Woo-hoo! a great to the southwest. great signing for Exeter I think um great for his family I know that Gillian and the kids are going to love it in Devon awesome place to live but I'm sure it'll be a really emotional goodbye for them and I'd love to see him as part of a victorious side in his last game for the club mm. I, I conquer. And it's the playoffs of the Yeah, uh, so I will prem. be watching that 100%. Um, and It is. I know that we overuse the word, but it is interesting that yesterday Exeter played, Saint, played Saints at Sandy Park. And that's what the game will be next Saturday now because Saints have made the playoffs. So it's, it's a strange exa- one, isn't it? Yeah, mental. Um, I can't see past uh, Exeter, Saris in the final. Um, so who are you calling for the final? extra salaries no no no. to win it (laughs) um you know having not seen extra perform this weekend but seeing the scoreline um 
I think they're going to push Saris really hard. Maku, Mako Vinopolo being injured is a big loss, yeah, but massive. then um, uh, Baz- Barrington, um, Baza, Baza, <laughs> <laughs> you big mates. Yeah. Well, I actually worked at Hartbury when he was there. Oh um, boy. Um, he did a, an amazing job um, at Leinster, and I think Shift. the only um, the only thing I would say is that Saracens are incredible. Um, but as a team, to perform like they did against Leinster, uh, to have a break and to go again, and then to go again. I mean, the emotional side and that. And I, I have no doubt they are an in, like an incredibly competitive, driven outfit. But it is hard on the but end you know of the season. The balance in their team is unbelievable in the like work hard, play hard stakes. So they went on that trip, which would have been beginning of April because it's when we were in Hong Kong when we saw like their fancy dress, which we've given Jamie George the big ups for his kid from up. <laughs> and they are fighting on two fronts. They're, they're looking to do the double and win the Prem as well. But they didn't hold back on the beers after the Champions Cup final. They celebrated as it should have been celebrated. You know, Alex Good gets every award this season for being, <laughs> you know, European Player of the Year. How but, many people are going to do that fancy dress? Ah, oh, but he, do you know what made it for me? It wasn't the full kit. It wasn't that he was still in his boots. It was. It, no, no, that wasn't what did it for me. It's the fact he had a bum bag on. And his gum shield in his sock. Yeah, but I just think like <laughs> it's it's style and you know utility there. And I just think, yeah. where do you Useful. put your phone in a playing kit? Nowhere. Get your bum bag out, lad. Yeah. Um, but I just think it's really impressive that they they manage that. They manage that you burn out if you don't have a release. And they clearly, Mark McCall actually sees the importance of that. So you don't feel like they're going yeah, to get then- to Twickenham in a fortnight. And have nothing left in the tank because they play for each other. They play for the club. You know, people can say what they like about Saracens and things that go on off the field and the finance and stuff. But as a community and as a, a group of, of men, they are very connected and they do it for each other. Yeah, well, it's the same as Rob Baxter though, isn't it? And that, that's why you've got two teams that have got great camaraderie, like you say, going head to head. Um yeah, and it was cool to see uh, the Saracens women um, with the Saracens boys yeah. with the trophies and that type of thing. Like, looked like a really cool. I can't remember what they called it, but um, what I was, was gutting the England players. So Poppy, um, Hannah, the group of girls that obviously played a massive part in the winning the Premiership. Um, we're in fitness testing with England. Oh, grim. <laughs> We're at Marley and Fleeto because they're they in uh, recovery camp, aren't they? Yeah, they're in, like... they're in the rehab unit. So, um, yeah, they missed it as well, I think. Grim. Yeah, so unfortunately they didn't get to party too much. But Bryony was there. Um, friend of the pod. Yeah, friend of the pod, Bryony, um, who just a little thank you to Bryony for sharing some of the messages she received. Um, yeah. I don't know whether she was doing it to plug... It was she... self-publicity, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, let's be it honest. Was, but... It wasn't for our benefit, mate. No, but um, yeah, she was great. Uh, a couple of weeks ago on the podcast so look out for oh some up and coming guests soon yeah we um next week we will be again in a different location we are going to be in the barbarians camp i've got no idea who might be in that squad i don't know no idea got, no um, you, i think no it's idea being released on tuesday and you've got no idea who might be in the squad no i have right, no okay. idea i'll just i'll keep my ear to the ground if i hear anything i'll let you know yeah can i <laughs> 
Send me a selection email. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be in Barbarians camp. So the pod next week will be a bit later. It will be on Wednesday night because we will record it on Wednesday afternoon um, with some of those who are lucky enough to get selected for the great honour of playing for the Barbarians against England. One thing I also really want to mention, we've talked about it um, on social media in the past few weeks. Well done Sky Sports who have announced that they will be showing not just England's games, but the entire... Um, I don't know what they're calling it, the the Big Four tournament over in the States. But Summer Series? The, I don't think it is called that. It's got like a weird name. Um, oh. But uh, USA, New Zealand, France and England are playing in... And Canada. It's five. Is it? Yeah, it's five top five teams in the world going head to head. Oh, mate. Um, yeah, it's pretty brutal um, in terms of the turnaround of games and how it's going to be. Yeah, no, like it'll be good. And the fact that it's going to be on TV rather than streamed means yeah. the con the quality of the coverage you're obviously going to get far better and they um the last game england new zealand is uh, i think at 8 30 kickoff so yeah. it'd be really good time to be able to watch over here so they've been clever about that because sometimes they don't take that into consideration no. and you lose a huge proportion of people that yeah. would watch it um because it's in the middle of the night but i think it has to be said it would have been it would have been easy for sky probably to have just shown england's games they're showing the whole tournament that's a big deal that you know you can watch any of those games across the sky platform and a number and you of them, will watch every second won't you i you, probably will you love it they um <laughs> they'll be on sky sports mix some of the games as well which is great which means if you don't subscribe to sky sports but you do have the sky platform you can still watch them because that's the free sports channel so really that's really yeah, yeah. really positive for the women's game you know what shout out to to emily bidewell who runs women's rugby in america um she's a performance director um she's only a year older than me and doing an amazing job at, at building the opportunity for those girls to play yeah. top level rugby because you know the one thing you always say about America is that they are incredible athletes we know that yeah um, but they need to play high pressure um, test matches where they don't just turn up to uh, to World Cups and makes you realise how like, lucky we are here that the Six Nations exists and that European teams get the opportunity because we're so close to our neighbours to be able to play games like that and and the work that M's done especially you know with the barbarians last month yeah. in bringing yeah and and you know I'm sure Rob Kane their head coach is part of that um kind of program and looking forward so yeah that will be good well Sam Waterman's just walked back in the door so we should probably knock this on the head uh we will speak to you next week from barbarians camp ciao for now bye Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 